Welcome back to episode number 8282 of Not Me, But You. Uh, Do you know how this podcast got that title? Because I wanted the focus to not be on me as the podcast creator. I wanted the focus of the podcast to be on you as the podcast listener. And what is my focus? Why am I passionate? Uh, What am I passionate about? What is the driving force that drove me to want to do a podcast, create a podcast, learn how to record, edit, upload, audio level a podcast, because I want to share with you um, my, my knowledge and my focus, right? What do I mean by that? Knowledge is knowledge, right? Uh, the collective experience of all of my... Um, I can't think of the word right now. The collective experience of all of my experience, I guess. I don't know what other word to put there. And I wanted to share my focus. Now, why do I use the word focus? I purposely selected the word focus. In a previous podcast, I said that our focus can shift, right? Our focus can change. And here's an example of that. If you go buy a new blue car... And then did you ever notice how this works? You're driving your new car. You're enjoying owning your new blue car. And now all of a sudden, what do you see on the road? Wow, I never noticed. Look at all of these blue cars. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that curious? Look at all these blue cars that are on the road. I wonder if all these people went out the same exact day, the same exact day that I did and chose to buy a blue car. And then that's why there's all these blue cars on the road because previously to me buying this blue car, I don't remember seeing all these blue cars on the road. Well, the cars were always there, right? But what has changed? Our focus has changed. The car, blue cars were always there. We just weren't focused on looking for the blue cars. And what does that have to do with me being passionate about sharing knowledge and saying to you, find ways to use your internet connection to monetize your ideas, to increase your income. What might you have to do in order to make those things happen? You might have to shift your focus, right? You might have to be willing to do that. You might have to be open to doing that. And what do some people call that change in focus or that change in your thinking? A paradigm, a paradigm shift. So you might have to be willing to have a experience a complete paradigm shift in your life in order to change your thinking so that you can become wealthy. Do you think, let me ask you a question, very simple, basic question. Do you think that wealthy people think differently from poor people? You think perhaps, perchance, that wealthy people might, you know, at least think slightly differently about life and things, might view the same things and situations and people that poor people view, and maybe the wealthy person thinks about those things differently from someone who's poor? Now, does that mean the wealthy person's right, 100% right, and the poor person's 100% wrong? No, that's not my point. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that you have to be willing to shift your focus. You have to be willing to forget what you've learned in the past and be open to new information. 
new opportunity. Opportunity surrounds all of us. We're surrounded by it, whether we are conscious of it or not, whether we realize it or not, whether we're looking for the opportunity and we see it, or whether we're blind to the opportunity and the oppor- and we, we don't capitalize on the opportunities because we never recognize the opportunities. Why is that? It's just like before you bought the blue car and you never bothered to notice all the blue cars that were already on the road probably for months and months and months, maybe even years and years and years before you bought your blue car. And now all of a sudden you're focused on your blue car. You're reminded of your blue car. You're conscious of your blue car. And now you're noticing, wow, look at all these blue cars on the road. Or if you buy a particular brand of vehicle, and it doesn't matter. You could buy a Jeep, you could buy a Honda, you could buy a Cadillac, you could, whatever, it doesn't matter. Toyota. Wow, look at all the Toyotas on the road. I never realized how many people owned Toyotas and drove Toyotas. More than likely, those Toyotas were always there. So if that's the case, or if that's new information to you, or you just had a epiphany, a sudden realization that, wow, art's blowing my mind right now. I never thought like that. I never realized that was even possible, a possibility in life. Perhaps, perhaps you are thinking differently from the way a wealthy person thinks. And If you haven't listened yet to my very recent podcast titled, you know, How Wealthy People Think, I I encourage you, highly encourage you to go back and find that and listen to it, okay? Whatever platform you are listening to this podcast on, because this podcast is downloaded. Some people listen on their phones. Some people listen on their desktop computer. This podcast is equally downloaded both in Europe and in North America. Almost equal numbers of downloads. And I've gone over the stats in previous, very recent previous podcasts, so I'm not going to bother to go over the latest stats. And they probably haven't changed that much since the last time I quoted them. But just don't be impressed by my stats or my numbers or how many downloads I have or you know, the global reach that this podcast has achieved. Don't be impressed by that. That's not why I tell you the stats. I tell you the stats for this reason and this reason only, to inspire you, right? I tell you the stats of the podcast to demonstrate to you, to be living proof that if a goofball like me can uh, can accomplish this, so can you. You absolutely, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, Stop thinking about it. Stop planning. Get out of planning mode and get into action mode. Take action and go start it. And here's a couple other really important factors. Be like me in the sense that do not be afraid to look foolish or stupid and don't be afraid to make mistakes. Because you know what? I will have more respect for you if you're out there trying and making mistakes than someone who's sat on their couch and just done nothing but plan for five years. Some people stay in planning mode because they're so fearful of getting something wrong. They're so fearful of making even the smallest mistake and then having someone criticize them or someone laugh at them and they feel embarrassed. I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, I'm saying it for three times for emphasis. 
if you get over the fact and you're of of worrying or concerning yourself about appearing foolish, looking foolish, and you're not afraid to make mistakes, you will be a a deadly deadly force to deal with in in this life. You will be I don't mean you're going to go kill people. I just mean you're going to be so much more effective. You're going to be so much more productive and you're going to reach your goals so much faster than someone who's so afraid of being embarrassed, so afraid of looking foolish, so afraid of making a mistake. I think I said this in a previous podcast. Why do you think pencils are produced, are produced and made on purpose with an eraser on one end? Why do pencils have an eraser? And I'm talking about a physical pencil, a number two pencil, a Ticonderoga brand pencil, and it doesn't matter the brand, right? Why do pencils, why are they made with erasers on the end? So you can go back and correct your mistakes, okay? So remember, there's an eraser in life, right? There's an eraser for your life, right? There's a metaphoric eraser for your life. Uh, You can always go back and correct mistakes. You can always get a do-over, right? Um, Now, does that is that the same as stepping into a time machine and going back and reliving your life over again or moments? No, you can't do that, but you can always make an attempt at correcting things. If you feel you screwed them up, right? Uh, don't be afraid to make mistakes, take action, right? If you haven't checked out my new ebook or not new, my latest ebook on Amazon, stay healthy, become wealthy, stay healthy, become wealthy is the title. And in the podcast description, I'm giving you the actual ASIN product number. You simply go to Amazon on your phone app, on your Amazon phone app or your desktop computer, and you type in the ASIN number and it brings you right to the book, right? If you want to check it out, uh, if you have a subscription to Kindle Unlimited, you can read the book for free. It's included in Kindle Unlimited. How do books get included in Kindle Unlimited? It's up to the author whether to to decide to offer them in Kindle. I offered the book in Kindle Unlimited on purpose because if you're already paying the monthly subscription to Amazon for Kindle Unlimited, why not? I said to myself, why not give people the opportunity to read my book for free? I didn't write the book with the sole reason so I could sell eBooks and make money. I wrote the book really to share information. I, that's the same reason I started this podcast. I get zero income from taking the time that it takes to record this podcast, to, to edit it, to upload it, to audio level it. And all of those things cost me money. It cost me a very small nominal amount every month to produce this podcast. So I'm actually quote unquote, technically losing money by doing this podcast because I'm not generating generating any income or revenue from it, but that's okay. That also puts me in a very powerful position when it comes to my podcast. I can pick and choose whatever topic I want to talk about. I don't have to worry about sponsors saying, hey, I need you to talk about this in your next episode or do a commercial or blah, blah, blah. And I'm not against any podcaster who makes money from their podcast. That's your individual choice. And I am not against anybody making profit in this world. I'm just saying when it comes to me and my podcast for right now, for my purposes, I choose to not have sponsors. Okay. I choose to not have revenue come directly from this podcast because I can generate 
streams of income from so many other different ways using my internet connection. Here's an awesome quote from uh, Warren Buffett. If you don't know who, who Warren Buffett is, just Google Warren Buffett, B-U-F-F-E-T, I think, or maybe it's two T's. Doesn't matter. I'm not even afraid of showing you that I don't know for sure how to correctly spell Warren Buffett's name. But guess what? I don't care how to spell his name correctly. I just want to give you the quote. That's the, that's the important piece of this communication. Warren Buffett said, if you don't figure out how to make money when you sleep, you will work until the day you die. If you don't figure out how to make money when you sleep, you will work until the day you die. Who wants to do that? Bummer. And that is such an awesome quote. And I have read entire books on Warren Buffett previously. And just recently I came across that quote from him and I'm like, what an awesome quote. And wow, if that's some serious truth, that's what I said, you know, forget who said it Warren Buffett said it, but I read the quote and I was like, I wish I had thought it to say that quote. That's an awesome quote. So art, what does that mean? Okay. That sounds great on the surface art making money when you sleep, but how do I do that? Okay, I'll give you some specific scenarios. If you're investing in stocks, right, and the stock price goes up overnight, or today's the day they're going to declare a dividend because they're dividend-producing stocks, and you're getting a dividend check every three months, right? Quarterly dividends. You're making money while you sleep, right? If you are investing in cryptocurrency, and this is not financial advice, right? Disclaimer over. Do your own research before you invest. Disclaimer done. If you're investing in cryptocurrency, you are literally uh, primed and positioned for wealth. You are positioned to make money while you sleep. If you are selling on any online platform, pick your favorite one. Poshmark, Mercari, eBay, uh, Amazon. You are literally making money while you sleep when items sell right? So if you wrote a book and it's offered for sale on any online platform and the book sells while you're sleeping, you are literally making money while you sleep. Okay. Those are just some examples. That's not even an exhaustive list, but why do I tell you about the book? Because I think the book has worthwhile information in it. I think if you read the book, it would help you focus on things that would help make you money. I want, I, I would love to see you increase your income every month and build wealth. Why? Because I have this general belief that society and the world in general would be a better place to live. It's not a bad place to live now, but I think it would be so much better, so much improved. If more wealthy people existed, if more and more people were not simply struggling to uh, find ways to make money so that they could just eat and have shelter, meaning pay rent or a mortgage or just to take care of their basic needs. Okay, so that's why I do the podcast. That's why I wrote the ebook. Um, that's why I have a free Facebook group. Waypa today. What is Waypa? It's an acronym. It stands for what are you passionate about today? 
So this podcast, Not Me But You, is the companion podcast to all the other places, all the other digital footprints. The Waypa Today website, the free Facebook the free Facebook group, Waypod Today, the Twitter account, Waypod Today, the Instagram account, Waypod Today, the YouTube channel, Waypod Today, etc. Okay, so, and obviously, if you want to email me questions or comments, email me where? At Today at gmail.com. Okay, enough of the housekeeping announcements. So, um, I did a episode recently where someone i was telling someone was asking me about how can they use their internet connection to make money someone was asking me in essence what opportunities are you personally using art to make money and when i started to describe the opportunities what was the person's comment and reaction that sounds like a lot of work and i was blown away by that comment blown away, like completely blown away. Never expected to hear in a million years. And I started thinking about the comment. I think there's so much that I can unpack and, and relay to you and express to you from that one comment. Um, we all have an inner critic, right? And that's what I wanted to talk to you about today in this episode. We all have an inner critic. It's that inner critic that says to you when you're about to get started working on your dream and the inner critic says to you, here, let me explain to you self why today's not a good day to do that. Let me explain to you self why that's not a good idea for you to go do that. Because if you fail, fill in the blank, you're going to look foolish. You're going to lose money. You're going to risk your reputation. You're going to have family members and friends tease you, make fun of you, make comments to you, you know, in essence, discourage you, in essence, rain on your parade, in essence, uh, tell you metaphorically, you have an ugly baby, right? And no parent ever wants to hear that their baby's ugly, right? No, you don't say that to a parent. No sane human being ever tells a, a, a new parent, Hey, you know, I just want you to know, you got a very ugly baby. I mean, no sane person says that seriously, right? You might say it jokingly uh, to tease someone. Maybe if it's like your close, I don't know, sibling or something. Or I mean, I don't even know if I'd say it to my siblings, but um, nobody wants to hear that, right? Right? Because you're so vulnerable at that point, right? And when you're first starting out working on your dream... You're vulnerable. You're emotionally vulnerable, right? Some of you have your inner critic dialed way up to like number 10 or number 100. You have them on blast or you have her on blast, your inner critic. And your inner critic, basically, by you listening to your inner critic, your inner critic effectively cuts you off from participating and opening yourself up to new opportunities. Your inner critic convinces you, don't try that. Don't try that dream. Don't try that idea. Because if you try it and you fail, failure is such a bad thing. Can I tell you that in business and in life, failure is just a stepping stone to ultimate success if you never give up. 
if you never give up, if you don't stop, if you never give up. So make up your mind today, no matter what your inner critic says to you on a daily basis, no matter what your inner critic says to you 10, 20, 50, 100 times a day, no matter what you think about yourself, no matter how you think you appear to other people, no matter how you believe you will be judged by other people, have courage today to simply pick one thing and work on your dreams and then rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, never stop, don't give up until you reach your ultimate goal. And for me, I believe your ultimate goal should be that you are wealthy to the point where you don't need to get up and go to a job where you trade time for dollars that instead you buy back all that time by accumulating a big enough pile of money in life. This is the way this works. This is the way wealth truly works. If you build, you accumulate a big enough pile of money in life that grants you opportunities and freedoms that poor people do not have that poor people simply do not have. And how do you do that? You have to find ways to make money while you sleep, like Warren Buffett says. And you have to recognize, I believe, uh, this is me saying this, that you are blessed. You are blessed. We are truly all blessed to live in this time right now where most people carry around a smartphone in their pocket or pocketbook. And why is that such a huge opportunity? Because people are using their phones to invest money, to build wealth, to increase their income. People are using their phones to shop. So if people are using their phones to shop, how do you take advantage of that? Find something that they want to buy and sell it to them for a profit, right? The other day I was in Walmart with my son and I stopped to look at an item. It doesn't matter what the item was. It matters what the conversation that occurred. That's what's important. I stopped to look at an item that I normally would not stop to look at. And my, my 18 year old son made a comment to me. He said, wow, dad, you're addicted to shopping. I said, no, it's not that I'm addicted to shopping. I'm addicted to making money. I'm addicted to making profit. Now, why is that? Do I think that money is the be-all, end-all of life? Do I think that if you are a miserable, nasty person, that you know, if you become rich and wealthy, you're gonna that's gonna money's gonna magically turn you into a nice, caring, loving, joy, joyous person? Absolutely not. Money tends to magnify our existing personality traits. So what I'm saying to you is if you're a mean, nasty, horrible person to be around right now, change that, make a decision to change that while you're building wealth, while you're increasing your income, right? So that when you become wealthy, you can go do good things for other people and you won't be just, I don't know, a miserable, selfish, self-centered, wealthy person who only you know, focuses on themselves. Uh, personally, I can't stand people like that. If, if I find out that you're that type of person and you're in my orbit, I don't have time for you. I purpose, I, if you're that type of person, I don't have time for you. And if you're the type of person who made that comment to me when I, they wanted to know about opportunity and I shared the opportunity, uh, that sounds, gee, that sounds like a lot of work. That sounds like an awful lot of work. I don't have time for you now. 
Conversation time is over because my time is valuable and your time is valuable. And we need to start recognizing time is our most valuable asset. Yes. Do I want you to be wealthy if you're not currently wealthy? Yes. But do you realize that when you compare time to money, time is still your most valuable asset. Why? Because you could literally lose all of your money and find a way to make it back three times as much, five times as much, 10 times as much. And in previous podcasts, I've gone over several famous wealthy people who went bankrupt one, two, three times or more before they became wealthy. Now, what do all those people have in common? All those people who went bankrupt, let's just say on average three times before they became wealthy, the things they have in common are this refusal to give up, consistently working no matter how things appear. Oh my God, Art, but think my whole world, my financial world has just fallen apart. You don't understand. I have declared bankruptcy. No, I understand. Trust me, I understand. But that is not the that does not have to be the end for you. That do not let your circumstances define who you are. Circumstances are just things that you live through. It does not matter how things appear or seem. If you believe in yourself and you believe in your ideas and you believe in your dream and you refuse to give up, keep working, even through when you go through a bankruptcy. Trust me, you can come out on the other side better than you ever ever were, wealthier than you ever were, uh, happier than you ever were. See, like when you, when you go through some sort of personal crisis like that, and it doesn't even have to be a financial bankruptcy, it could be a relationship breakup, it could be the death of someone close to you, fill in the blank. The event, I don't know, they're all equally horrible, I guess. All of those events in my mind are equally horrible. It's not that I'm trying to rate them or score them as to which is worse. Um, All I'm saying is it's the effect that it has on us, right? When you go through terrible events like a bankruptcy, death of someone, you know, uh, loss of a job, a divorce, whatever, it, it kind of like wants... The effect on us is it kind of wants us to, our inner critic says, you need to stop all activity and just sit here and do nothing and let this wave wash over you. And there is some benefit to that, you know, just giving yourself time to he- to grieve and to heal. But don't let that become a permanent condition for you. Don't say, okay, because of this huge personal loss I've just experienced, my inner critic has convinced me. I need to push my dreams to the side of my heart and the side of my mind and put a dust cover on them and just forget about them. I gave it my best shot in this life. It wasn't meant to happen for for me. I'm done. I'm just going to go back and work my job and, you know, hopefully retire one day and not be broke and still be able to, you know, have a place to live and buy groceries and have food to eat and, you know, just die one day. I mean, if you want to live that life, you can live that life. If you want to push your dreams to the side and put a dust cover on them permanently, guess what? That's exactly what's going to happen. You know why? Because you're the, you determine whether that happens or not. But just realize you're making a decision. It's the life and, and consequences and circumstances have not decided for you. You can choose how you react 
to any situation in life. And that's my point of telling you about people who have literally gone bankrupt several times and didn't give up, did not allow bankruptcies, did not allow financial devastation to stop them. And it doesn't have to stop you either, whether it's financial devastation or relationship devastation or, uh, you know, death of someone key in your life. Those are horrible things that we all can live through at times and have to experience. I don't wish them upon you, but if they should happen to you, do not let them make you give up on your dream. So I just wanted to do this podcast and talk about inner critic because we all have one. So I just wanted to do an an episode about an inner critic because we all have one and to tell you, do not let your inner critic, absolutely never, absolutely do not let your inner critic uh, dictate your life and your decisions and don't let your inner critic stop you from pursuing your dream. Um, And absolutely do not be afraid of hard work. And the minute you meet someone who's afraid of hard work, uh, run the other direction as fast as you can. And that's in essence what I do when I say to you, when I figure out that someone really has no interest in working hard, I know I now no longer, they get moved from column A to column B in my mind. I no longer have time for that person because time is our most valuable asset. And I only have a finite supply of time. I only have so many minutes to live in this life, right? I only have so much time to give and I want to make sure that I'm carving out for me personally a certain amount of time each day to what? Find courage to pick one thing and work on my dream each day and to find time to position myself for wealth and to find time to lay the groundwork and do the work, do the prep work to what set myself up to make money while I sleep. Okay. So recognize if you got nothing else out of this podcast, that you can always shift your focus, that you are absolutely surrounded by opportunity, whether, whether you realize it or not. And if you don't realize it, you're not a bad person, but beginning today or beginning tomorrow, start looking for those opportunities. And then find ways to take advantage of them, to capitalize on them. Find ways to learn from whoever you need to learn from to set yourself up for as many potential income streams as possible. And why? So that one day you can have such a big pile of money that you buy all your time back, your 40, 50, 60, 70 hours a week that you're currently spending at your current job, you now have available to do what? Go out into the world. And go forth and do good things, as one of my best childhood friends likes to say to me to this day. Art, very good. Been great talking to you. Go forth and do good things. And this person isn't even a minister or a pastor or a priest or a shaman or just a regular old guy who tells me, go forth and do good things. And I enjoy that reminder and I share it with you today. I love doing this podcast. I love having all the things available, the website, the free Facebook group, etc. 
I'm passionate about this topic. I'm passionate about education, true financial education, not formal education, not going to public school, private school. I used to do those things. I used to work in that realm for a living for over a decade before I got into healthcare. I am passionate about you learning these things that we talk about in these podcast episodes because I know for a fact this is not taught in school. And if you can name a school or you know of a school or you can tell me about a school where this stuff is taught, please tell me. Please, please reach out to me. Email me at waypotoday at gmail.com. I would love to know because I would love to get in contact with that school. Because if they're teaching these concepts, if they're teaching people how to be self-reliant, how to you know create their own income streams, how to create their own pension, monthly pension check in a sense, then they are doing really good things in life, right? Because there's a lot, a lot of people, unfortunately, that re- work their whole lives and retire essentially broke. They may have enough money to buy groceries and have a place to live, but they don't have much extra money left over to do much else. To me, um, that's not what I want out of life when I retire, okay? And I hope it's not what you want. That's not the type of existence you want. To me, that's existing, not living. So thank you again for all the listens, all the downloads. I'm so grateful that you're here, and I appreciate you so much. I don't ask for this too often in in episodes, but um, if you've been helped by this or you feel so inclined please consider leaving a five-star review and uh, that helps make this podcast available to more people like you. So if you're willing to do that, I appreciate it. Leave a five-star review and, you know, let me know in some positive comments uh, if I helped you in some even small way. And if you're willing to do that, I so appreciate it. And as always, have courage today to pick one thing and work on your dreams. Until next time, this is Art.